Hello and welcome to Landings with a Flare, the podcast where we supplement and support flight training. This is Captain Teresa. This is a special episode where we invite you to join us on the Clubhouse community as we have wonderful conversations about aviation. And maybe you can even help us record some of these podcast episodes live. We hope you sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversations. Welcome aboard. Normally, we talk about aviation for Clubhouse users. Today, we are going to talk about Clubhouse for aviation users. And the first thing I will say is that it's changing regularly so it's possible that we'll say something now and in even a few months it might change because Clubhouse is just making so many improvements. Are they still considered to be in beta? No, the, the, yeah. the, I, they yeah. think, uh, I think it's the, the released version. Now we are on one point something. Oh, okay, great. Excellent. So for a little bit, I'm going to start by using the new user guide. I will be linking to it in the podcast show notes as well. We'll go through some of the most basic, commonly asked questions. And then from there, I'm going to open it up to all of your favorite tips. First question is, what is Clubhouse? Clubhouse is a social media platform for what we call drop-in audio chats. Basically, you can have important conversations with people from around the world. Some of them are of great importance, and others are much less important, as we know. But you can choose which rooms you go in. Does anyone else want to give a basic explanation for Clubhouse? Yeah, this is Z, and I really experience Clubhouse like um, like an international college and consortium of live music and stuff. So... Yeah, I look at it like a college, I have a homeroom, and then I I fan out and hit all kinds of classes. And so that's how I frame it in my mind. Oh, I like that. So Clubhouse is now available to everyone. Back in the early days, you had to get an invitation. But as long as you're 18 years of age or older, and you can download the application, and I believe you have to associate it with a phone number, you are good to go. So what kind of subjects are on Clubhouse? Some of them are adult subjects, but what are some of the other subjects that people here enjoy that are outside of aviation? Let's start there, Enrique. We have a huge club here that talks about space, space exploration. Yeah, small steps and giant leaps. Raphael. Hi, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Another topic that I like to talk about aside from aviation is real estate. And uh, there's plenty of plenty of rooms and chats with real estate in it. Oh, my goodness. So that's fascinating because I've never seen a real estate room come up in my feed because the feeds are so tailored with the algorithm. And yet that's probably your feed is probably filled with them. It's very interesting how that works. I personally have enjoyed some voice lesson rooms. You might say, well, you still need them. But the truth is, I've actually come a long way since starting on Clubhouse. Anyone else want to share some other subjects that really build you up besides just the aviation rooms? Yeah, Kyle. So, yeah, there are quite a few different music rooms that I enjoy uh, just chilling out or if I'm doing some work. And also, there's a lot of medical rooms here on Clubhouse from various doctors of different specialties. And 
part of the algorithm you were talking about earlier is a lot of the recommendations, depending on who you follow on Clubhouse, in terms of subject areas that they're interested in, they get into. So when you see them in certain rooms, then you can follow into those rooms and get recommended to similar ones. But you could also search for it at the top there. So part of my Clubhouse things that I do is things relating to kidney journeys, um, folks that affect uh, dialysis, kidney disease, or transplant, all sorts of different types are on Clubhouse as well. Excellent. Excellent. And yeah, Raphael. No, I just wanted to mention, since you did mention the voice lessons, uh, Toastmasters uh, Clubhouse as well. Yes. So for those that didn't hear, Raphael, you cut out just a bit. He was saying Toastmasters, which has some great speaking rooms. Okay, so just a few more questions. What are some of the really big topics outside of aviation before we get to aviation? What are the rooms that have thousands of listeners and are the ones that the founders of Clubhouse mention on a weekly basis. What are some of those? Investment rooms. Yeah. And one that the founders of Clubhouse like a lot is called News, News, News. It's three-minute news from around the world. Yeah. One of the things I really love about the News, News, News Club is especially because of the pandemic and being isolated. But even before that, I just, I really enjoy listening to a full array of news, not just from the North America, and also being with people. Like when you learn about things that are exciting, then you have somebody to share it with. Or when you learn of tragedies or a a shared loss that we have as a country or a world, we get to share it together. So even though we've lost, maybe some of us have lost this uh, water cooler talking to people I find that I'm much more likely to listen to news now that I can share it with other people. So that club is uh, very big and has a lot of offshoots. The other club that I was thinking, there's one called the Future Brain. There's a lot of science and technology rooms. There's also a lot of rooms on our, what our cultural uh, troubles are and from from the really severe troubles that we have to other ones that we're trying to figure out. So a lot, a lot of um, programming here on educating people about social things like race and politics, history, maybe some history that's been lost. Um, and I could just probably go on and on because I've been learning a lot, but I won't do that because there's other people here. Yeah, there's a lot to learn. Yeah, so true. Before I got as heavily involved in aviation, I had some very interesting discussions with people from different continents, and they were very respectful, even though it was amazing how we had different perspectives as well. Now, of course, you also get your celebrity rooms. I've, I've been in the room with some big celebrities, I'm proud to say. <laughs> Not like I know them personally, but it's really neat. It's really neat. And of course, you can have private closed rooms where I use those for mentoring people. And I've had some great conversations there. You can have like a small party. You can have a big one. You can do everything in between. And there are various shows that have been put on, comedy shows, all sorts of wonderful things. Okay, so that's what you can do in Clubhouse outside of aviation. Let's talk about what you can do inside of aviation. Normally, almost like a commercial break when we're having regular sessions, we do something called a room reset, which is sort of where we tell everyone where they can get their resources. So a room reset 
is almost like an, it's a, a little bit like an ad for other rooms, but it's really just a time to catch everyone up who's new because you always have to assume that new people are coming in. So the room race sets will normally not be in the podcast, but just for today, let's talk about some of the big aviation clubs. And I'm going to start by saying that the big, one of the original, original aviation clubs, there were two. One of them was called the Past, Present, and Future Culture Aviators. And that was one of the main clubs where a lot of us met. And they did a lot to promote diversity in the aviation culture and just had amazing conversations. They're not as active as they used to be, but I know that they're going to still hold rooms in the future. Now, the other originating club, and we have a representative here, one of the original, original clubs was called Chilling with Daps. And that one was a little bit more like a podcast style. And the person who did the most amazing room resets for that was Nadine. Nadine, how are you doing today? I'm very well. I'm just going for a tunnel. <laughs> oh, no, I caught you at a bad time. I'm, so I'm just going to be listening in until I stop. Okay, great. If you want to tell us anything about the room later, feel free. That one's not as active as it used to be either, but that one also turned into a podcast called All Things Aviation. I will be linking to it in the podcast show notes as well. Now, those rooms aren't quite as active as they were. They kind of passed the baton a bit. And one of the next rooms that started up, which is still the most active club here currently is the famous aviation enthusiasts run by Kyle from Chicago. Kyle, would you like to tell us a little bit about what you have to offer? <laughs> You're propping up the club a little bit too much, um, but thanks to the contribution of uh, pretty much everybody in this room that's stepped through and still contributing, including Captain Teresa and I, who started basically before there were clubs on uh, red-eye rooms on Friday evenings. We just sort of had a consistent place in terms of sharing and networking for folks in and outside of aviation in different areas. So if you're on the commercial aviation side, we were talking with pilots, mechanics, rampers, fuelers, people in air traffic control, as well as crew scheduling. So yeah, that's basically what we do in Aviation Enthusiasts to be a collaborative and uh, our regular rooms are Tuesday safety briefing rooms where we talk about safety topics in a rotating news or uh, case study format or education format. And then we have our AO News Roundup every Friday with Isaac in Seattle and also Theodore out of Romania that helps with those programs. And they sort of led that program consistently on Fridays to give us news relating to aviation, aeronautics, and aerospace. And then our Friday night red eye still continue to this day. Sometimes we have more folks than others, but it's a more casual format just relax and network and talk about whatever things we talk about. And we have virtual drinks and food service sometimes as well, music and games on that one. And uh, we've had also added on Sunday's electric aviation talk in terms of the future of aviation, some of the new technology that's coming in. And then we've added NASA live stream programs. So NASA does a lot of education live stream in aerospace and space technology. We get to listen in on astronauts doing education sessions from the International Space Stations or live media updates from NASA. And after those programs, we will have a discussion based on whoever's in the room that wants to contribute. So we have a lot of fun. And uh, so, yeah. So the Aviation Enthusiast Club runs many different subjects multiple times a week. 
Okay, Captain Shanita has joined us. Captain Shanita, we did talk a bit about the culture aviators. I don't know if you were able to hear it or not. I didn't see you until just now. Do you have any plans for future rooms? Is there anything you'd like to say about the culture aviators? Uh, no, not really. <laughs> we uh, our schedules have been like, but since the pandemic, kind of it's kind of like on the tail end. We kind of back to work full time. Haven't really had a chance at all six of us to gather and have a room. We've been trying to actually the past couple of weeks. We've been trying to do a room on a Monday night, but uh, somebody like will have to go to work or I had to do a flight. So we just our time just haven't come up. But we're trying because we would like to do like like a catch up room and you know see how everybody's doing and you know if anybody got anything different like a new job, new rating, anything like that. So. We're definitely trying, so I'll definitely keep you up to date when we finally get the schedule together to get one done. That would be so wonderful. I will do my best to be there. I wish all of you could have been there for like the early conversations and just that that really interesting new kind of feel of connecting in a way that people hadn't connected before. It was really neat. Okay, so another club that's popular is called Aircraft. Yeah, aircraft maintenance. And that one, the leaders of the club are not here at this moment. Stig, Elena, Giannis, Kyle from the UK. But they have wonderful conversations at least once a week where they dive deep into technical subjects on aircraft systems. Pilots are welcome there too, as well as aviation enthusiasts. And I believe we have all learned a lot. We have great dialogue. Anyone have anything to add about that club? Okay, now we have some wonderful representatives here from the European Aviation Talk. This club has met regularly as well. Philip, Gab, would one of you like to speak about that? Sure. Um, we meet every Thursday at 2000 Zulu, so that's 8 p.m. And uh, we usually have like some kind of free-flowing room, or if we have planned for something, we'll put that up on the schedule as well. It's been going for over a year now. Uh, well, just about a year now, and uh, it's been a really nice and great journey to meet everybody. And um, in addition to that, in winter, schedule is at 8 p.m. Zulu on Thursday, and summer schedule at 7 p.m. Zulu. And it, it changes always when the European summer and winter timetables are published with the airlines. Great point. Thank you, Gab, Philip. We really appreciate it. Okay, there are lots of other various clubs. Some of them come, some of them go. On Fridays, we have All Things Aviation run by, let's see, is Felix? Uh, Felix, would you like to speak about that? It might be a bad time. Felix and Lorenzo help run that club. Uh, a lot of the conversations bring a perspective from Ghana, which has been really nice, and I really appreciate it. Another club that we've loved, and even though it doesn't always meet as often as we would like, we still get representatives joining us. It's the Indian Aviators Club, run by, among other people, Captain Anamesh and Captain Unmesh, who have just been great contributors to our conversations. Okay, what other clubs should we include? There's a medical one, Space Medicine, with Dr. D.M. Diego Garcia. Any other clubs that I should mention? There are lots of others. So that leads me into the next conversation. And for those of you who are new, what we're doing is 
instead of bringing aviation to Clubhouse users, we're bringing Clubhouse to aviation users. So we're giving new tips for people who might be listening on the podcast and who might want to check out Clubhouse but don't know where to start. So where to start, you download the application off the internet and wherever your normal app store is on your phone and you sign up, you'll need to create a username. A lot of people use the same username that they have for Instagram. And you're supposed to give your real name. Some people do and well, some people don't. And then once you join, you'll basically see a format that is changing a bit, but probably the most important part is at the top, something called the explore bar. In that explore bar, you can type in nearly any subject and it'll help direct you to the conversations for that subject. A conversation is called a room and a conversation series is called a club, which is what we've been speaking about. The other piece of advice I'd give you if you're a new user right off the bat is to get a picture and put something in your profile because the culture in Clubhouse is that people generally won't invite you to come up and speak unless you have some things populated in there. What else will you see when you join that we should tell people about? There's a messaging system called Back Channels. The hallway will first try to find a room where it says new, u- new users onboarding. And then really, you po- I populated my hallway by who I followed. So if, and I've changed my hallway, you can change who you follow. You can unfollow people that you never see again and, you know, um, add more people, but those people that I followed that I really, they resonated with me, they opened up doors because they were following people who resonated with them. And it became like this domino so that my hallway, like I said, if I tried to pay for this, uh, there's no way I could. I've got rooms of live music and art and science and aviation. And, uh, you know, it's amazing. Thank you so, so much, Z. So Z brought up some great points. And one point is that when you're new, just start searching for rooms that sound like new user onboarding. Type in the words new user, and you can go straight to the best, which is the club called Clubhouse HQ. H is in hotel, Q is in Quebec. And Clubhouse headquarters HQ will have these rooms that have been recorded from the past. And once a week, they have new user onboarding rooms. So you can go and listen to the older rooms. And then when you jump into a room, you can get practice speaking, which will often get people over their stage fright. It actually is common to get a little bit of stage fright right at the beginning because you can't see people's faces. And so you don't know how you're being received when you are speaking. And of course, a lot of people tend to imagine the worst when in reality, you're probably coming across way better than you think. And pretty much everyone here is incredibly empathetic. So that's great. So when you join, you'll have the ability to say which topics you're interested in. I highly recommend aviation. And then you'll have the ability to join various clubs like the Pilot Flight Training Club, where most of these conversations are happening. I didn't actually say much about us, but I think most of you know we give the equivalent of ground school lessons for aviation and sometimes other mentoring subjects and that kind of thing. So you can join topics, you can join clubs, you can also 
if you see rooms suggested for you that you don't like, you can say that you don't like them and you can train the algorithm to show you what you want. And then one of the other great pieces of advice is to follow, follow, follow. The more people you follow, the more you will get interesting recommendations. If you follow the people you're interested in, my policy is I follow almost anyone who has something aviation related in their profile. If you follow me, I will look at your profile. And if I can tell that you're in aviation, I will probably follow you back. It's not like you have to be intimate friends with someone. Here you can just follow thousands of people. Have I triggered any other thoughts or does anyone else have other advice for new users? This is Kyle from Chicago. Just a couple of quick tips. Um, if you're new and you're listening downstage, that's totally okay. Sometimes you might get invited by the moderators on stage to come up on stage. And most rooms, if they invite you up, they might ask you to comment. You absolutely do not have to comment even if you're on stage and you could continue listening in. Or you could put yourself back off stage by tapping on your own profile if that's the case. But if you're invited on stage, feel free to share questions and comments and the moderators will take care of the rest there. But when you first come on stage, it's encouraged to have your mic muted. And that mic button is at the bottom right-hand side of your screen there. And that way it cuts back in case you have background noise or something like that, that you're piping in while other folks are talking. And especially if replay's on. Replay is one of the new features you'll notice that is available on the top of the screen here. That means that that session and anybody is speaking is being recorded on the Clubhouse platform itself. It's pretty interactive and any of the people that's on the replay, you could find it at the bottom of their profile for that session or at the bottom of the club profile uh, to listen to the replay. And then you will be able to do similar as a live session to tap on people's faces, to check out their profile, to give them a follow, to back channel them with that paper airplane icon. And then if the room has any links posted at the top of the room for web links, you can interact that way in the replays as well. And then quick two things, two other clubs relating to aviation that's real active. Niger Cabin Crew, uh, Juwan is an expert cabin crew and purser out in Nigeria. And she and some colleagues out there run programs on different times of the month, more focus on their region and what they do out there. And then also Flying Penguin is a pretty active aviation club out of Thailand. And they do mostly speak native Thai language. Um, so if you speak it and understand it, they have great programs pretty consistently here on Clubhouse relating to various aviation topics as well. Yes, both great additions, both wonderful clubs. I strongly recommend that people check them out. Okay, any other tips for new users? Philip? Yeah, actually, um, normally and throughout the clubs, when you're on stage, I mean, Carl already said it, you have to mute your mic so that only the one who is speaking has an open mic. Otherwise, you have strange noises because of uh, more mics are open. That's just important. Uh, for the sound quality. Yes, great point. And Dana? So along with the muting of mics, two mechanics that have kind of been adopted by most rooms that I've seen is if you do a quick mic flash on off on off that is kind of like raising your hand. And if somebody makes a point or is talking about a topic that you agree with, a lot of people will flash their mics repeatedly to sort of be like a, like a clapping action. Excellent. And for those of you that can see, Kyle from Chicago is demonstrating. And in our club, we modify that just a bit. We actually say to do the slow microphone flash 
if you want to speak and then the quicker one if you want to clap. However, we're not really counting your microphone flashes and we can usually tell which one you mean. Okay, so there are three roles when you join a room. You, can, you normally start out in the audience, which, which means that you are listening only. And sometimes you get moved up to a special section called followed by the speakers. As you start following people in different clubs, uh, you'll often get moved up to that section just because it shows that people are following you as well. Now let's say that you want to speak. So there's a hand raising icon on the bottom. You raise your hand and the moderators, who are the leaders of the conversation, they will decide if they can bring you up. Most clubs are very generous with bringing people up as long as, again, you have a profile picture and you have some information in your profile so that it looks like you're not going to be some kind of troll or someone causing trouble. So then once you go up on stage, as Dana and Kyle mentioned, the first thing you should do is mute your microphone. Then you wait for your chance to talk, which is usually going to be flashing the microphone. Sometimes rooms have more casual conversations, especially when there are fewer people. Sometimes we call it popcorn style. And then the last role that you can have after being a speaker or a listener is you could also be a moderator. The person who opens the room or hosts it is the lead moderator, and then they can do something called giving a moderator badge to other people to help them out, and they have a few more privileges. And then as Kyle mentioned, there are often website links in the top of the room. It can be linked to topics, and then the room can be recorded, which is called a replay. Okay, any other basic how to join mechanics that we need to mention? Oh, yeah, Z. Yeah, when you first come on Clubhouse, you're going to get a party hat. You're going to be a newcomer and you're going to have a party hat. And it's it's a good thing. You, there's a grace period of a week or two where you get to learn and kind of run around the app learning things. And so take the time to, to um, pop around. You can, you can drop into any room at any time. And the founders and creators of the app will tell you that they installed the, the peace sign, the leave quietly button so that you could just kind of pop around and, and listen. And if you, if you don't like the vibe in a room, you can just simply peace out and leave quietly. And, um, and also I've learned for myself, which is part of something called the four agreements is to, to not take things personally because this app, um, when they're onboarding some new uh, tech and uh, when there's a lot of users on, there can be a lot of glitches and, I have sat in the audience before and thought, that person doesn't like me. They don't see my hand raised. They're not asking me up. And there's ways that you can get your feelings hurt. And I mean, I have been personally, I've been thrown off of stages and out of rooms before in places when I went into some wild rooms. So it's it's good to come on board, play with the application, play with the buttons, even with a buddy, go in and out of rooms and and check out what's going on and and read the culture of a room because some rooms like are so big that you follow the protocol of the clapping and the raising and but then some rooms are like social rooms where it, everybody's kind of talking at once but it's okay because it's like you're in your your living room with your friends so reading the culture of the the club that you're in in the room that you're in for me it was very important and it still is. And just that 
it's a blast. Um, yeah, just to have fun and play with it and, you know, enjoy the rich, um, rich, rich conversations and experiences and friendships that are here. And yeah, I, this is Z and I'm done speaking. Thanks. Wow. I love everything about what you said. That is great. Yeah. Don't feel obligation to stay in a room if you join. You know, you can just, even if it's the middle of a conversation, you don't have to apologize that you're leaving most of the time. You can just peace out and leave. There's a button for that. And it's just part of the culture that you can drop in. And you will hear lots of noises in the background as people go about their daily lives. I've heard people talking to their kids and their elderly parents and doing the dishes and driving their cars. And in aviation, we get a lot of authentic airport noises as people tune in from work. But that's part of what makes the app interesting is that you can go about your daily business as you're having these conversations with people and or listening. And I will say one of the last things that really makes it different than other social media is that you're not spending a lot of time looking at airbrushed photos. What you're doing is you're actually doing more human connection. I find, this is just me personally, but I find that it's a much more upbuilding form of social media than maybe some others where I'm just looking at political arguments constantly and all that because people are more accountable for their actions in many ways on Clubhouse and there's more of a genuine connection and it's not time to airbrush everything that you're saying. So does anyone else have any final thoughts before we close up the room? What would you say to either a new user or why would you tell them that it's different than other forms of social media? I can think of one thing, yeah, is that you, anybody, can create a club. Anybody can have a club and create a culture for themselves. So this is a app where the creators come first. And if you don't like what you're hearing in one room or you're missing hearing about some other subject that you love, everybody's welcome to create a club and, and, and get it going. And it's so simple and there's so much support that why not? It's, it, it is, it's a very positive experience overall. Thanks. Oh, thank you again. Yeah, that's so true. You can, you can create a club, create your own culture, your own vibe. You can bring your tribe to yourself. Gab. I would say it's a, it's a very easy to use app. It's very simple. And it's so simple that we've developed our own ways of reacting to things and sending people images. You'd PTR. So what that means is pull to refresh. So you'd put a photo as your profile picture if you want to show someone something. You know, another app, so I've never experienced this, that you have to do these sort of things to try and get what you want to do. But there's enough features for you to, to listen to conversations, join in. But there's also also very funny ways to get around things that aren't yet here in the app. So I think it's it's an app that's still very much in development. So true. So true. I saw one more comment, Mo. Yeah, I just wanted to add that everything you hear inside the clubhouse is not great. And some of them are misinformation. And you have to recognize what is correct and what is not. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you said that. Right. So there's no guarantee that what you are hearing is accurate. There are definitely no guarantees on that one. With that said, we are going to wrap up the room. 
I really appreciate everyone being here, contributing. I think that even what we did today will help other people. And that's about all I've got. We are going to close the room and land the plane. Wherever you are in the world, I wish you happy landings. This is Captain Teresa. We hope you enjoyed our conversation. If you were one of the people being recorded, I thank you. If you were one of the people that we edited out of this recording, I beg your forgiveness. There were many reasons that this episode may have been edited, including length, audio quality, and accuracy. We don't always have the right answers. I ask you to view this as entertainment and not as a replacement for formal instruction or advice. If you want to send constructive feedback or if you have questions, feel free to contact us through our website, landingswithaflare.com. You can view announcements on our Instagram account, Landings with a Flare. You can also join our live conversations on Clubhouse in the Club Pilot Flight Training. If you got value out of this podcast, please consider subscribing, sharing, and leaving us a positive review. Wherever you are in the world, we wish you happy landings.